0: Good evening, lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Coffee, Candy, and Creatives, the Sunday Cinema Show. CCC is a Be Unique radio featured program. My creative tonight is the incredibly talented Austin Crute. Austin is a singer, songwriter, actor, and social media sensation. Austin's new film, Tank House, is available to watch on demand on all major platforms. Tonight's episode is brought to you by contemporary artist Jumper Maybach. Jumper has been dubbed the Jackson Pollock of the 21st century. His artwork has been exhibited in cities across the globe, including Dubai, Venice, Barcelona, Austria, and the Galerie de Louvre in Paris. The Houston-based artist believes it is a person's traumas that define the individual. Not only is Jumper Maybach an internationally recognized artist, but he's also a dedicated activist and philanthropist. He's committed to giving back and helping organizations that align with his own mission of ending hate and intolerance in the world. Every piece from Jumper Maybach is an expression of universal love, unconditional acceptance, and the freedom to be who you are. Jumper Maybach creations are a mix of techniques, an explosion of colors, and a vivid statement of freedom and acceptance. Jumper's first ever NFT, Quantum Genesis, sold for 20 20- Thousand dollars in a matter of seconds, so be sure to keep an eye on Maker's Place for future NFTs from this incredible, frenetic warrior of an artist. To learn more about Jumper Maybach or to purchase your very own original artwork from Jumper, visit his website at www.jumpermaybach.com. Now, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage, cuddle up with your host, Pup, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, I am here with actor, singer, songwriter cool dude Austin crooch He's here to talk about one of his new projects. It's called Tank House and it's a really cute comedy with a really great message. Welcome Austin. I'm so glad to talk to you.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: Let's jump into you and then we'll talk about the film. What are you doing? What do you I can see that people can't see right now but you are in your studio. What are you
1: fun yes i'm in my studio right now um i'm honestly working on a tiktok cover at this moment but um yeah i have another project that's coming out in september called honk for jesus and another project that's untitled at the moment i can't say the title but it will be on peacock um this fall Ooh, um, awesome. that is a horror movie so a night. Nice. Who is it John Logan. Okay. Incredible writer. He like wrote Mulan Rouge and he did work on Sweeney Todd and Skyfall. And he's just an icon. And this, I'm pretty sure is his directorial debut um, for something that he's written. And um, it's going to be on Peacock and it's going to be amazing.
0: You know what? Peacock has been hitting it out of the park lately. It's been- Peacock uh...
1: has some good content. I love Peacock so much.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. And you said in September is Honk for Jesus?
1: Yes, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul with Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. Nice. And it is a basically a kind of mockumentary documentary movie about a pastor who has to reopen his church after a mysterious scandal. It is a fun journey for sure. <laughs>
0: And of course, Tank House is coming out May 13th. You can get it video on demand. This movie is so cute. And you play the part of Jack. Mm -hmm. Jack is kind of this really super talented, but super shy character.
1: Very shy very shy
0: just a quick synopsis because we don't want to give the whole plot away but you have um these two uh broadway new york actors that kind of get humbled they kind of kind of they they get taken down a couple pegs Mm -hmm. they go to fargo to try to kind of build up their clout a little bit more and in the process, they go through this life-changing thing that Jack is a part of and the other townspeople that join this little ragtag band, actors and, and performers. You guys benefit from them and they benefit from you, which I think is a really good lesson to take away from the movie yeah. that's something from everybody. Mm-hmm. So going into it with your musical background, easy, right? I would
1: say it's was it was so it was i would say easy in terms of the singing or you know per, any performance that did go on because it, i'm naturally a theater kid mm-hmm. so it was it, stepping into any physicalities or movements was just so natural for me and so fun for all of us um cuz we are all theatrical film <laughs> actors like we have all had experience on the stage we've all done musicals and I think kind of this project that melds those two worlds is a perfect you know passion project because it makes everyone it takes everybody to that place of rehearsal and performance and singing and for me personally with act Jack, Jack is basically like performer wannabe songwriter and he is trying to find his identity in Fargo North Dakota even though he's grown up in Fargo and his mom is actually the sheriff of Fargo so he has political presence and some political association in his town um, he kind of has to navigate who he is and who he wants to be with his reality in his surroundings,
0: and toss his sexuality into it.
1: Right, he probably right. like
0: keep it quiet because, like I said, his mom is a sheriff. And I actually wrote in my notes. I said, "Uh oh, mom's mom's the police."
1: <laughs> mom's the police.
0: <laughs> but I was like, "You can't get away with nothing in town if your mom's in can't charge." Can't get away
1: with anything. But then at the same time, I feel like it's lucky for Jack that he's a goody two shoe It's yeah. lucky that he's shy and he's not really doing anything that the cool kids are really doing. Even his best friend slash significant other what's going on here Mm -hmm. is kind of a quirky nerdy kind of dude who brady uh played by luke spencer roberts love him he is so ridiculous (laughs) and crazy um he made so many friends in fargo i mean in real life his character his character and him match up so so much in real life. I mean, it, his character is so witty, and with he's a stand-up comedian. Brady is a state a stand-up comedian, and stand-up comedians in real life they are very fl- flow stream of consciousness with mm-hmm. the jokes and the one-liners, mm-hmm. and he is just incredible with that, and he's hilarious to know. And just going through that journey um, in his character and in my character was very was a very fulfilling experience. It felt real and it felt because I'm from Georgia um, Mm -hmm. and my experience in Georgia was very I was closeted my
0: entire time. So Mm -hmm.
1: going through that was a good um, exercise. And it felt very fulfilling,
0: right? It seems like maybe Brady slipped into his character's shoes a little easier than you did with Jack. You seem outgoing and exuberant. and mm-hmm. Jack, like we said, he's a little more reserved and and yeah, like-
1: I'm very, very, very outgoing. I'm an extrovert, ESFP on the Myers- Briggs. And Jack is very shy. He thinks before he speaks. That's, I think, what attracts him to Brady as a friend too, because they kind of have this codependent kind of bromance thing going on. And he is the more outgoing person that he can't, I don't don't want to say hide behind, but he can lend on his social support whenever he feels uncomfortable. And I think, honestly, Jack is learning how to provide that support to himself. But also, you know, I was so shy as like a five-year-old, six-year-old. I was not this outgoing person. I think my mother definitely had to stoke that fire in me and out of me because she saw it in me, but I was a pastor's kid growing up. So I know also what it's like to have a political family or somebody that's powerful in the community um, Mm -hmm. as a parent. And, you know, when you're shy and all eyes are on you and your family in some way, it puts you even more in your shell a little bit because it's like, okay, well, now people are looking at me even when I don't Mm want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of had to step back into a, I think, maybe a less emotionally mature version of myself, like place and really play up the. Just the lack of exposure that Mm -hmm. the character has versus what I would have had at that time, even being in Georgia, which is a hub for Mm -hmm. a lot of the country, whereas Dakota probably doesn't have a lot of traffic going through there from a lot of other states. So um, it was very interesting to play that character, but it's fun because I get to be somebody else.
0: (laughs) It's so funny that you said uh, pastor's kid because it's black and white. It's they're either Mm -hmm. so good or they appear. Yeah right right hellraisers rebellious absolutely yeah there's no in between absolutely there's no in
1: between and people are so surprised because we're like the good pastor's kids I think my sister he 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 my sister's a little bit more on that other (laughs) side (laughs) growing up but me my brother my sister we were all so good and we were like okay usually pastor's kids are crazy but y'all are good so I, I mm-hmm. credit my mom for that. Honestly, I feel like if my dad didn't have my mom there, we probably would have been crazy.
0: Right, and it and it's so funny, but you're you're right. They do. People look at you like they look at the the first children. You know, the president's the first
1: children. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like what your kids do reflect on you, and as a parent, that's terrifying. But yeah. <laughs> you turned out okay. And what going back to what you said about uh, Brady and Jack, you're. I think you're right. I think you're onto something because it's not necessarily that Jack depends on him or hides behind him like that. It's more like he doesn't really have to worry about saying or or pointing something out cuz he knows that his buddy's going to say it. Cuz he is. Right. <laughs> right. Right.
1: He is. And I think I think that he <laughs> I mean, for those who will see the movie, you will definitely see the entire dynamic. But mm. I think when an extroverted person oversteps their boundaries with an introverted person, regardless of whether the romantic the relationship is romantic or platonic, it will cause problems. And I think that Brady definitely crossed <laughs> with exposing them. It, right. The way that he did, especially in a performative manner, in a way that, you know, my mom is here. Mm-hmm. Not only that, she's the police, <laughs> you know, um, and even, you know, it does touch a little bit on the racial disparity of, you know, maybe he, Brady feels a little bit more free in this context to be himself in Fargo and Jack may have a little bit more intersectionality in who he is to where it's like okay you may just be dealing with the gay thing but i'm also dealing with you know we're black and we're black cops and you know there are things that i have to deal with before i even get to the gay right and you right and you thought that you were just addressing your issues when really Mm -hmm. now you you've accelerated my timeline before I was ready and I don't even know if you know when you watch it I don't I don't know if his mom he she's so supportive to him yeah but I don't know what her initially it's hard to tell it's hard to tell, but I mean, she did incredibly. She did incredibly
0: well. I took it as like she was afraid it was going to be like we're we're leaving to go to New York to join the theater, and she's like, "Oh, thank God, you're just gay."
1: <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think, you know, what with Brady's big personality, who knows what he's about to say? I mean, from a from a maternal standpoint, if you've seen them together, so I think it probably was a relief that it was oh that's it? Okay. Well, I love you. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Right. Right. So I think that that was, I think it was nice also to have a another coming out moment, like a Hollywood coming out moment, because I definitely had my moment behind the scenes in 2017. And it went a similar way Mm -hmm. where I told my parents, I I worded it, I struggled with homosexuality. I didn't say I'm gay or anything. Mm -hmm. And my mother, she said, well, you feel like you couldn't just say that? And I said, What? (laughs) do you know what i was raised like no you are not about to sit here and play dumb with me so Mm -hmm. there was i was almost dissatisfied with the acceptance because i was ready for the rejection i was primed Mm -hmm. for it and Mm -hmm. i think that may be kind of jack's jack has a similar relationship with coming out because maybe he was expecting the rejection And then when he was accepted, he doesn't even know how to feel because how the environment is set up, this is not supposed to be working out like this. And maybe it's a Gen Z thing. Maybe it's that everything is a little bit more acceptable now. We're having these conversations, but he genuinely thought there would be a greater battle for equality, I guess, in his environment. And now it's not even... A, so now it's not even about that. It's about Brady overstepping his bounds and, and right. getting that.
0: And that's so funny what you said about your mom because it's like you had this 10-page dissertation with yes, high chart With MLA citing, footnotes. <laughs> yes. you, you laid out your argument and you're like, wait a minute, you said yes? I, I wasn't Right,
1: prepared. I wasn't prepared, <laughs> right. Take and two. that's the part that they kind of don't depict often. Like they don't depict... A lot of times the media, that's why I love this movie is because a lot of times, you know, the media will depict, you know, this coming out and either they reject it, reject it, or they accept it, accept it. But either way, the person who came out is just happy they came. But I think in this regard, there is a conflict that's being shown that's not often shown that, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, well, I did come out and I guess they do accept it, but do I accept it? Yeah. And even if I accept it, I don't like how it happened and how it (laughs) went down and I feel exposed. So, you know, I think that this is this is a great, um, honestly, movie for theater kids and, you know, kids who do go through that because a lot of kids have gone I feel like through that, that are going to be watching this movie. So I'm, I'm interested to see their reaction.
0: I think it'll, it'll hit home a little bit with, with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the thing. Not even just gay, straight, in between. Humans in general, every experience is different. Every brain reacts differently to different situations. And mm. one person might be homosexual and never want to come out of the closet. They might want to keep that secret for the rest of their lives right. and even business. That's yeah,
1: and. And that is, you know, that's why I love, I mean, not even me talking about other stuff on here, but whatever Heartstopper on Netflix is <laughs> just such a good show because I felt so seen. I felt like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what's happening. The whole, okay, everybody else is like, okay, but he's the straightest person in the world. But then you know that you've had a connection with this person. And, and the, I mean, just it, stuff like that is so relevant because that, mean, and and also not me not finishing my sentences, but, um, the song that I sang as Jack is actually my single gotta mm-hmm. and gotta is a song about a guy that I fell in love with mm-hmm. that we didn't assign words to what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, say something. I need you to define it because I am confused. Yeah. Um, and so it's serendipitous, honestly, that that ended up in the script because or that ended up in the movie because in the script originally, they they knew that they wanted Jack to be singing an original song, but they did not have a song. And so I was like, oh, you know, I have a song. Yeah. And then I just kind of sang it live on the spot right there and it all worked out great and it all and it, it fit thematically and everything it was a great time
0: well I can just imagine the director's like is anybody here like a songwriter and you're like hi
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right and there was another there was another scene too where um I was like playing a beat or doing something for the bar for the Norwegian bar and I don't I don't know if it made the movie but definitely the placeholder behind the scenes was this beat that I made um, Mm -hmm. for Jack to like be messing around with in front of everybody. So they definitely let me kind of flex my little music muscle. So I'm grateful to them for allowing me to bring that to the narrative.
0: Well, absolutely. And what's great about this film, just as I hate to, I think the word is overused, but inclusivity, but it's a nice representation because you've got the girl who's probably borderline agoraphobic maybe on this I don't like to be with the people I want to be behind the scenes Uh, you know Mm -hmm. and and they've got you and they've got Brady and you know and then they've got the Viking dude you know is like nice representation I think a lot of people watching it'll be like oh that's me that's totally me right right
1: Right. it's so many different characters
0: right and it's not just the basic same old um small town ensemble right it's not like The pharmacist. Here's the the farmer. You know, it's,
1: mm-hmm. like, it's like it's like the most bombastic personalities of the town mm-hmm. get to shine in one place.
0: Yes, and and all the other the like we said the basic small town ensemble cast. They're over there with Richard Kind, right?
1: Right, and, being bland.
0: That's right. And oh my god, I, I wanted to talk about talk about this because it excited me so much. The playoff in the alley with the modern major. General- <laughs> major
1: general off yes
0: it was so good it was was, so
1: good i actually played frederick in pirates of prince ants in sixth grade that was like my first ever musical and the modern major general was like one of the first musical songs that i like ever learned so it's hilarious that this is full circle
0: Right, you know. film. I was telling Alex the film was in a good way, kind of, kind of a Shit's Creek feel with the you know the big town people come to the small town, smaller town, and mm-hmm. also, and then you've got the alley. And I said, oh, somebody watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World because we got this playoff this musical yes. and the, they're like stumbling back you know and I was right. like
1: this, this <laughs> anime feel of like the dramaticness of what's going on it's as if they're about to have a whole gang fight and they are yeah. literally <laughs> having a dialogue off <laughs> yeah. doing theatrical exercises
0: mm-hmm. I mean people are always saying you know use your words not your fist right right
1: and that's exactly <laughs> what they did.
0: <laughs> the name, I'm sorry you you referenced it on Netflix. What was the name of the show?
1: Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Heart Stop. It's a really good show, and it's and it's about you know two. It's it's a wholesome examination of what happens between two queer boys, and and queer meaning. You know, maybe he's straight but a little bit gay. Maybe he's gay and a little bit straight. It's a spectrum. It's what they call the Kinsey scale K-I-N-S-E-Y. And you know, you could be straight and in your whole life. And then there's one guy that you fell in love with. Mm-hmm. But you know, cause the soulmates come in so many different shapes and forms, and there are so many people that end up having bromances that, you know, were they bromances like that? Or were you catching a vibe that you didn't fully understand? And you know, people are walking around depressed and feeling like there's, you know, no love and this and that, but you may, may be blocking yourself off from other forms of love. It's kind of like how we're in America and we're talking about apples, oranges, and bananas. When some places they have dragon fruit, you know, Mm -hmm. this this fruit, that fruit, it's like there's so many more options than what may seem that's initially on the menu. So, you know, I I think now we're just coming into what some might call the age of Aquarius, um, (laughs) which is like just enlightenment as a society on what we want, self-care, mental health, and just how to love each other, I think. Where We're learning that. And, you know, I'm closing in on this one guy right now. Hopefully I have a boyfriend by like the end of the quarter. He, he, he. But I keep on dealing with these straight guys. So uh-huh. hopefully that changes. You got to yes. fix her. <laughs> I know I got to fix it. I got to fix it. Because <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I'm, it's not like I'm wrong. It's that they're never ready like i need somebody who's out who's ready to go mm-hmm. like who has that aesthetic that vibe that can gel with me and i think i found one honestly i think i found one office office guy you see you always got to find if you're in the industry you got to find someone that's not in the industry
0: right right, <laughs> right. you can't two creative
1: minds two together. creatives my bub heads maybe wow. when it's like you know blake lively ryan reynolds status but
0: i mean you know,
1: I, come on iconic right right i want to be um, bad bunny bad bunny and like you know the regular girlfriend oh all
0: right well that's <laughs> and that's a beautiful note to to end on i hope so much that we're going into an age of enlightenment that would be amazing because we've been yeah, stupid
1: we've been stupid. So stupid and we just need to learn how to talk to each other too
0: speaking okay. of talking to each other where can people follow you what are your, your do, what are your handles on social media
1: so basically every handle, Twitter. Um, I'm not really on Facebook so you might be disappointed if you look for me on Facebook and Instagram is at Austin Crute, A-U-S-T-I-N-C-R-U-T-E and Snapchat is A Croot, and my TikTok is Austin Crute as well so that is where you can find
0: me. And you said you were working on a new TikTok, so they better run right over there and check it out.
1: <laughs> run right over and run them up. Run them up. Run them up. If there's a cover that you want to hear it. drop it in the comments and I will post it up.
0: <laughs> awesome. It's been a pleasure talking with you and just shoot for the moon, my friend. You're doing amazing.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun.
0: Oh my gosh. Keep in touch.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I will. It's been so great. I'm going to (laughs) go tape this audition right quick. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this creative conversation. Be sure to follow me on social media. I am Pup Duffy basically everywhere. You can follow the show on Facebook. It's Coffee, Candy, and Creatives. Head over to beunique.org. Like, follow, and support my beautiful humans over there. Be sure to check out my sponsor. And for your own sponsorship or interview opportunities, please email me at pup4ccc at gmail.com. If you like the music you're hearing, head on over to RaleighKeegan.com and do yourself a favor and buy this album. You can download it or you can have a physical CD. You can also keep up to date on tour dates and future releases. As always, take care of each other, love each other, watch each other's back, and I'll see you next time.